The Morning Jam with Janet on the Virginia Talk Radio Network. I hear them call my name. Everybody says, say something, they say something, say something, they say something, say something, they say something. I don't want to get caught up in. Well, if you've got something to say, we'd like to hear from you this morning on the Morning Jam. Our number, 866-916-3776. If you want to uh, weigh in on the conversation, we uh, would love for you to keep that number handy this morning. Uh, It is Tuesday, and your thought of the day is this. Patience is not about how long you can wait. It's about how you're behaving while you're waiting. I never really thought of it that way. And historically, I have not been known to be the most patient person in the world, for sure. But uh, there you go. That's a good one. Our text number is 434-248-0704. Here is our Mind Jam trivia. Today is National Cereal Day. So actually, there's a couple of things I'd like to know from from you. First of all, what was your favorite cereal growing up? I would like to know that. Uh, But the question is, the official Mind Jam trivia question is this. I want you to tell me worldwide, which country consumes the most cereal? Per capita. Uh, which country consumes the most cereal? Today is National Cereal Day. Our uh, text number 434-248-0704 is our text number. Send that in. Um, there were a lot of, I mean, cereal was one of those things where I, we would have it, but it was usually a, kind of a special occasion almost like when we went on vacation and things like that because mom wouldn't let us have a lot of the sugary cereals that were very popular in the 70s and and 80s but we definitely had our our favorite ones yes fruit loops definitely one of them yes lucky charms absolutely honeycomb i remember honeycomb because we would take that on camping trips with us and sometimes we would buy like the little if if we were really lucky, we would get the box, the little tiny boxes that had the variety pack in it. That was one of the most exciting parts about being a little kid back in the day. So there you go. Uh, on this day in history, in 1876, Alexander Graham Bell receives a patent for the telephone in the U.S. Little did he know what all those phones were going to be doing in 2023. Uh, in 1965, not a great day in the history of America, Alabama state troopers and 600 black protesters clash in Selma in, uh, uh, during Bloody Sunday, was that what they called it. Uh, protesters included future Congressman John Lewis, who ended up being hospitalized after that incident. In 1994, the United States Supreme Court rules in Campbell versus Acuff Rose Music that parodies of original work are generally covered by the doctrine of fair use, which was very good news for Weird Al Yankovic. Because where would we be without all of his uh, parodies, whether you loved them or not? Uh, Birthdays, if you're having a birthday, you share it with Brian Cranston, who turns 67 years old today. Of course, he's been in a ton of things, perhaps best known, for his role in Breaking Bad. You got one part of that wrong. This is not meth. No, it was not. 
Yeah. I'm not sure how you mistake C4 for meth, but apparently on Breaking Bad it can happen. Uh, comedian Wanda Sykes is having a birthday today. She is turning 59 years old, and she can be a very funny lady. You know, I see hipster dudes like you come in here every day crying about how their phone died and how they need a new phone. They're like little crackheads. Yeah, they, they, they got crazy eyes and they're all scratchy. And they're like, I need a new phone, man. You don't need a new phone. You need rehab. Yeah, there's a lot of people who fall into that category, I think. Wanda Sykes turning 59 years old today. Actress Jenna Fisher is having a birthday today. She turns 49 years old and, of course, best known perhaps from The Office. So apparently no one dresses up for Halloween here. I wish I'd known that before I used grease paint for my mustache. And I can't even take off my hat because then I'm Hitler. I love Pam from The Office. She's so great. Uh, singer Peter Wolf is having a birthday today. We actually have quite a few singers today. Uh, singer Peter Wolf of the Jay Giles Band is turning 77 years old today. Uh, also having a birthday today is Matthew Fisher of Procol Harum. Now, when you think about certain songs, you you have those songs that the immediately when it starts playing, you know who it is. Procol Harum is definitely one of those. Matthew Fisher, 77 today. Another iconic uh, birthday that's taking place today is guitarist er, uh, Ernie Isley of the Isley Brothers. He is turning 71. Oh my gosh, just the music that makes you feel so good is the Isley Brothers, uh, Ernie Isley, turning 71 years old today. Uh, we also have singer Taylor Dane. Now, I worked with a man. I shared an office with Wayne Fanning. He had such a crush on this woman back in the day. Her giant poster took up half of our office. He had a thing for her lips, I think. Taylor Dane, 61. A major, major crush on Taylor Dane was taking place uh, back in the day with her big hair and her big lips. She had big lips before people were artificially getting big lips. And Wayne Fanning absolutely loved her. Our uh, our text number is 434-248-0704. Our Mind Jam trivia is about National Serial Day. I want you to tell me worldwide which country consumes the most cereal? I also want you to tell me, you know, what your favorite cereal was growing up. But worldwide, which country consumes the most cereal? Um, 
if you could tell me that, that would be a good thing. We're getting a lot of, of guesses so far. Some people are saying United States. I will say it's not the United States. It's not the United States that's that's uh, eating the most cereal, for sure. So um, that, that much I will tell you. So if you want to give me another guess, then we can do that. And uh, I appreciate you sending in all of your... Uh, there are cereals that I didn't even... I completely forgotten about. Sugar Pops. I forgot about Sugar Pops. Um, John says that that was the only thing that his uh, his parent would parents would buy them. The only sugary cereal that his parents would buy him was Sugar Pops. So there you go. Here's a memory for you. Um, apparently, a lot of people loving the Fruit Loops this morning. Fruit Loops. Mm, I I'm a big. I like. Mm, honey nut, uh, honey nut Cheerios are good, but not, not honey nut Cheerios. What's it called? Um, I don't know. We're getting like every possible cereal listed, from fruity pebbles to cocoa puffs to oh, the ones mother that a would kid, not let us have cocoa pebbles. Was mine as a kid. Mom would not let us have, well, like we couldn't have the um, cocoa puffs or honeycomb. the honeycomb. Uh, honey, honey bunches of oats. That's it. Honey bunches of oats. Honeycomb was something that my uh, dad. Do they like, even make- so like? I would just get the cereal my dad would get, typically. Right. Like we'd rarely... He would sometimes get us the cereal we wanted. But right. I liked Honey Bunches of Oats. Like, I like yeah, that. It's, Frosted it's, Flakes, I like. Yeah. Like, what I'll do... That's good. Once I got the Frosted Honey Bunches of Oats, that was like A1, because I'd miss, mix the Frosted Flakes and the Honey Bunch of Oats, and it would be... As a, as a mom, I didn't feel as bad buying, like, Honey Bunches of Oats as I did, you know, some other things. Uh, Bill from Pinhook says... Captain Crunch. Oh, a lot of people are saying Captain Crunch now. Captain yeah. Crunch is a great Captain cereal. Captain Crunch is delicious. That's for sure. Uh, we'll be back with the answer to our Mind Jam trivia and some of your headlines this morning here on the Morning Jam. Thanks so much for joining us. Hope your morning's getting off to a great start. them call my name everybody says say something that says something say something that says something say something that says something i don't want to get caught up in the middle of it but i can't help myself no i can't help myself no no start your mornings on the right foot and listen to the morning jam Hungry for some truth with a side of common sense? You want answers? Then you found the right choice. We are the Morning Jam. There's Lucky. Get us Lucky Charms. They're magically delicious. Always after me Lucky Charms, the frosted oat cereal with sweet surprises. Pink hearts, yellow moons, orange stars, green clovers, and blue diamonds. Part of a complete breakfast. Oh, they're coming. I'll make a rocket and fly away. They are magically delicious. That that was that and Captain Crunch were the most popular cereals this morning. Today is National Cereal Day. And uh, those were very very popular ones, evidently. Uh, we ask you worldwide, what country consumes the most cereal? Do you have a guess there? When it comes to the... It's not America. I will tell you that. 
I was a little bit surprised. You played Lucky Charms. We came Wait in a fourth. Wait a minute. You played Lucky Charms. I did. Because it was, yeah, very popular. Leprechaun. Okay. I'm going to Ireland. It is Ireland. That was purely accidental, though, because so many people said Lucky Charms. But that makes sense because it is Ireland, which is a pretty small country to be the number one leader in cereal consumption. Uh, it was followed by England and then Australia and then America. Apparently, Americans eat about 160 bowls of cereal a year. I like cereal. I, I seldom eat it for breakfast, though, which is kind of sometimes I, like I had cereal for breakfast Sunday mm. because when Mark's working night shift, I don't really want to cook for myself. So, you know, that's that's what I did. Uh, also worth noting the cereal industry uses over 400 million kilograms of sugar per year. So probably need to be careful about how much of that. That's sweet. Of certain cereals that you're eating. You have to stop now. And do you know what, what the cereal capital of the world is? You should know this. I think you should know this. Cereal capital of the world? Yeah. They used to say it in Dublin? the commercials or not. No, Battle Creek, Michigan. Oh. They, they oh, used to say. Oh, yeah, where the, yeah. Yeah, Battle Creek, Michigan. That's kind of what they're known for. Um, Kellogg and Post are both, you know, the big manufacturers, and they're in Battle Creek, Michigan. So that was like a big part of, uh, of what they were. But yes, I agree. I also loved Captain Crunch, but it would, it would mess up the, the roof of your mouth. It was there was something about the way it was shaped. Going to the phone lines now. Good morning. You're on the morning jam. Hi, who's this? Good morning, Janet. Todd from Overdefinil. How are Hi, you doing? Hey, good. How are you? Just fine. I'm gonna give you a little heads up about some one of the cereals that you said you'd forgot about, and that was the uh, sugar pops. Yes. And one reason. One reason people forgot about it because they changed the name. Oh, did you know okay. that? No, I didn't. I didn't know that. When I was a kid, they were called sugar pops. Correct. And everybody laughed at me when I used to tell everybody. But not saying that you're old like me, but you know, <laughs> back in the day. But right. uh, what they did during the time, you know, when sugar was so bad for people. Oh you know, yeah. You know, we got to. We got to. Saccharin, and we got to have all these new items, you know, in the grocery business because sugar is so bad for right. us. Right, right. They decided to change the name, and this that same <laughs> cereal is now called Corn Pops. Really? That's the exact same item. It's Corn Pops. Okay? So Sugar so. Pops. All right, so I'm now I'm getting really confused. Now you're really going to have to help me out here. I was thinking yes. Sugar, what I called a Sugar Pop, growing up was like the puffed wheat with the sugar on it yeah this was actually the little round right i remember i remember corn pops yep 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 well that was the original sugar pop okay so what was the other called um, come on you gotta help me out here yeah i know (laughs) i know what you're talking about but that was just like a puff wheat type uh, but it was but it was it it definitely had sugar on it sugar for sure Yes. Okay. The, the corn pops is now, it's called corn pops, but that was actually sugar pops. Yeah. So now, I, I remember, I think it was called corn pops in the in the 70s and 80s, probably. Yeah. But maybe I've got yeah, the they, name wrong. Yeah, yeah I, I think I you do. do. It, it was funny that uh, somebody posted on their Facebook page a picture of an old uh, sugar pops box. And uh-huh. all they did was 
uh, change it from sugar to corn just because you know people were saying, "Oh no, oh no, oh, we it, can't oh, eat it's that." Oh, so we bad. And all it is is marketing because the amount of and it's amazing if you read labels, you know things oh, that are supposed oh, to be yeah. healthy. Yeah, and, and you start looking at it like um, like spaghetti sauces. Uh, you, right. These spaghetti sauces that they want to charge you ten dollars for a jar, and it's got twice as much sugar as the one that cost you know a third of that. It's, yes, yeah. that's just like your steak sauces. If you look at your <laughs> steak sauces, they all say steak sauce, but look, read the label. One's got a ton of sugar, which would be the high, the big branded one, which is A1. Mm-hmm. But if you look at the private private label ones, they're usually a whole lot less sugar. That's so, so funny. Uh, yeah, interesting. Yeah, and as a diabetic, as a diabetic, you know, we have to be careful sometimes. Yeah, you got to read but, those uh, labels, don't you? Yes, you do. But <laughs> I just thought I'd let you know a little history you about did. your your sugar pops. Okay, uh, sugar smacks. Right. Sugar smacks. That's what it was. Sugar smacks. That's <laughs> what it was. Exactly. Exactly. Sugar smacks. Thanks, Tim. Yes. I was having a moment there. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks yep. for calling in, right. Todd. I appreciate it. All right. See ya. All right. Oh, so I know what corn pops are. I've well, I know what corn and then pops sugar are. Sugar smacks. I think I know what those are. I got That's the one that has the frog on it. Yep, I've yes. had those too. All right, so I got sugar pops and sugar smacks. Smacks confused. Come on, Janet. I know. Tighten up. What kind of nonsense hey. is this? <laughs> so this is. Uh, guess what's coming to Virginia? I don't know. A Bucky's. I don't know what that is. The big gas stations. The Excuse Bucky's. Excuse me. The the Bucky's. You don't know what a. You've been to a Bucky's. I thought. What did you Boosies? a big Did you say a big gas station? Yes. The big sa- gas stations, Bucky's. It sounded like you said big ass stations. <laughs> That's what it said. So I was like, what are you talking about? I'm so confused. Bo- it, it, I okay. thought it was Bucky's. That's how is you pronounce the, it. Is this the place that has the barbecue? Yeah. Okay. Cuz in beaver, South Carolina people like line up. The Beavers on. I thought you've been to one. I've got friends that okay. have been well, there's one coming to Virginia, and it's going okay. to New Kent. It's going to New Kent, which is closer to where I'm from, but it's still going to... I mean, if you're on your way to, like, Virginia Beach, you're going to pass it, so... Huh. And, I guess, to North Carolina, because you have to take that way to get there. Okay. Well... Where is it coming? It's going to I-60... On I-64, it's going to New Kent. Huh. So, not really close, close to us, but... Mm. If But, like I said, if you're well, on your that way... That means it's going to start spreading. If you're on your way to, like... Virginia Beach, you would pass it if you want to go to like Colonial Downs. Okay, all right, yeah, I've seen uh, my friends in Carolinas will post pictures of of that sometimes. All right, uh, Jamie said sugar smacks are now called honey smacks because apparently you know it's all about the propaganda. If you say honey, that's not as bad as sugar, and and she says you're welcome. Yes, Jamie, thank you. Things like that drive me crazy. When I get on something like that and I can't remember, it will wake me up in the middle of the night. I've uh, got a couple of minutes before we need to go to break. Good morning. You're on the air. Who's this? Hey, Janet. How are you doing this morning? Hey, talking about cereal. <laughs> All yeah, things cereal. I think, uh, yeah, I think in the early 80s, the best cereal that ever come out, and I still eat to this day, is Cinnamon Toast Crunch. That's a good oh. choice. That's a good choice, Alan. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I even have an ice cream now with cinnamon toast crunch. Uh, 
And they got all kinds of stuff with cinnamon toast crunch and everything. Yeah, that's I hadn't really I hadn't really thought about about that. But yeah, I bet that is a good one. My favorite. I don't know what it is about cereal and ice cream together. But have you ever oh, had custard? Yeah. Have you ever had like uh, just a regular vanilla custard dipped in fruity pebbles? That is ridiculous. It's so good. I think they got fruity pebbles ice cream now. I believe. Uh, they have fruity I think pebbles I saw that too, but. I think, um, yeah, I mean, they got Fruity Pebbles everything now. I think but Mr. Goody's I, I didn't is never opening eat up. those because of the colors and everything and all it does and all of that. But Oh, your mama would let you have it? Yeah, she was like, you're going to be hyped up, you know. Of course, <laughs> of course, she tore my posters down for Kiss, too. But, you know, that's another story. Well, so. she's a mom. That's her job. She's just doing yeah, her you job. You can't listen to that satanic stuff and... I just want, actually, she likes Gene now. She likes Gene Simmons because he's conservative. And so that's another story all in the till. Oh, my. How quickly things changed. She came around. Yes, she did. Hey, we got to go to break, but thanks for calling in this morning. (laughs) I didn't let let my kids have a lot of that. And and when I was a kid, it was, hmm? You didn't have a lot of, you didn't let them have a lot of posters? No, I didn't let them have, well, I wouldn't let them have anything obscene. Uh, for sure but i didn't let them have a lot of foods with preservatives and stuff in them it was it, it was very rare that they that they had things like that um uh, for sure they, they weren't able to have a whole lot of that because it's not good for them and i had friends that would say oh they're just gonna go crazy and and eat that stuff when they when they get grown that's not they didn't they didn't do it i went hard with soda my first year in college you did and Maybe then you're, and then you're like, it's a little bit overrated. Yeah. <laughs> I still drink soda, but not as much as I did. All right. Okay. Well, we're going to take a look at your local headlines coming up here in a little bit with WDBJ7 on the way. And we'll take a look at your forecast as well. Welcome to Tuesday Morning here on the Morning Jam. Thanks for your calls and text. It's time for your Morning Jam weather, brought to you by WDBJ7. I'm meteorologist Brent Watts. Mostly sunny and mild today with a high of 66. We'll get those lows down to around the freezing mark tonight with clear skies. 61 the high on Wednesday with sunny conditions. Lows at 31 Wednesday night. Thursday, another mostly sunny day. We'll get up to around 60 degrees with lows at 34. And we'll bring some changes in by Friday, expecting rainy conditions with highs in the low 40s. And currently this morning, boy, what a difference a day makes. We're at 53 in Amherst, 55 in Danville, 52 in Appomattox, 53 in Lynchburg, 59 in Roanoke and Salem. Uh, Yesterday, we were at like 38. Now we're at 50. Is it any wonder our allergies are just a hot mess? Well, it was nice come the afternoon yesterday. So, Yeah, well... It was uh, yesterday was was beautiful. Um, I've got the you know collars on the dogs to try to keep them in, in when it gets really pretty like this. Buddy, Buddy just wants to be free and and visiting all the the neighbors. So yeah, there's a little bit of that going on. So uh, I'm trying I'm trying to keep him in, but it's hard because he's like really happy. And he wants to run in the sunshine, and then I feel like the bad dog mom. So, where do you go? But with, because of the collar, yesterday he went and visited the neighbors, 
and it's 930 at night and I get a phone call and they're like, he won't come back past the flags. So he's just sitting on their porch howling because <laughs> he, he wants to go home, but he doesn't think he can because he's going to get zapped. Yeah, it's very complicated. He's a smart dog. I uh, got a caller on the line. Yeah. Oh, Janet. hey, Salty. Hi. Oh my God. You know what? A tray is finally right on something. He he is. Well, yeah, let's write it down. Bucky. He, he he said that Bucky's was a big ass gas station. <laughs> they is... got a hundred gas. I did not say that. They got a hundred gas pumps. They got a hundred gas pumps. I'd call that a big ass gas station. <laughs> Salty, are you trying to get me he fired? Did. Okay. Well, like, technically, I just said big gas did. station. Yeah, and it did sound that way if you yeah. go back. Sometimes I'm a big gas station, too, so oh I get it. <laughs> yeah, you are. Oh, my gosh. Hey, hey, you know what? It's like a gas station. It's like, I'll tell you what, it's like Wawa or Sheets ran into a, a, a Bass Pro Shop, and there was an explosion, and you ended up with the Buckies. Oh, my word. That's probably like your nirvana. You probably love Buckies oh then. Yeah, but, <laughs> but that's not why I called. Okay. And I bet you there's tons of distant cousins of Salty in New Kent. So. Probably. So why, uh, did, why did you call this well, morning? Well, Janet, I'm so excited about this uh, McDonald's diet you talked about on the radio yesterday. <laughs> You're talking about the, the down, the the guy in Tennessee who's doing the McDonald's diet yeah. for 100 days? Yeah. Thinks he's going to uh, lose weight? Yes, so, right. And, and Salty decided he was going to have a, a late... New Year's restitution, right. uh, where I can make a New Year's restitution resolution. And eat McDonald's. Yeah. That's right. That's what it said. And uh, we're gonna eat McDonald's for a hundred days. Oh Lordy, what does Miss Salty know about this? Well, well, sort of, kinda. Uh, uh, well, are you I, at McDonald's you know, now, Salty? Well, 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 yes, and here's the funniest thing, Janet. You'll never guess who I run into. At at the McDonald's? Who did you run into at McDonald's? Good morning, Janet. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> who is this? I run, in, I run into Mark at the McDonald's. He's getting, well, I don't think he's on the 100-day diet, are you, Mark? No, Salty, I'm not. He's I am just here to get a senior a coffee or a... Um, McRib, or not a McRib. Uh, uh, what do they call them things, Jan? McGriddle. Uh, the a McGriddle? McGriddle. Okay. Thank you, Trey. All right. Trey's right on two things today. The uh, so, McGriddle and the, and the Bucky's. Okay. All right. So you ran into Salty at the... At the uh, at the McDonald's. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. How about... Yeah, he's got some exciting news. Uh, he, he, he's talking to me in line, and uh, guess what, Jan? He says he's coming back to your radio program. Uh, uh, salty. You're not supposed to say <laughs> What? Salty, you're not supposed to say I'm getting replaced? On the air. I, I, I told you to keep it to yourself. Oh, my word. I just couldn't do it. I just couldn't. <laughs> hey, hold on a second. Janet, they're, they're calling me up to place my order. Here, Mark, oh. take the phone. Oh, my gosh. Oh, Lord. <laughs> well, so much for uh, so much for. <laughs> Why did you this tell not how... him this was not how that was supposed to go down, Mark? I, I thought it would be safe to to tell him, you know, because you well, haven't still... been gone that long. 
we're still talking with I'm still talking with you and and Gary and Franklin. <laughs> I don't think we've included Trey in this, but uh, well, Trey will get some relief, I guess. Love to be known. I'm getting but, replaced live on the air. Uh, hey, look. Yeah. Oh my. Uh-huh. All right. Well. So <laughs> hey, hey. We're, we're trying Woo! to nail down a date. Right. Right. We As we've been know, trying Janet. to make this happen. Yes. Yes. And, and um, it's okay. I think I think we've nailed down before the end of the month uh, i can't awesome. get any more specific than that right um but wouldn't <laughs> you know mcdonald's would be the place that this news would break <laughs> tomorrow <laughs> no, no it's not tomorrow. i know it's not tomorrow uh, well i i will say hey, this. hey what y'all talking about what, what y'all talking about uh, we're okay talking we're about talking about that salty oh lord oh yeah it's exciting ain't it it you know what, Salty? I'm I'm proud of you that you're excited because you you haven't always been too kind about Mark's departure. Well, don't get mixed signals, Shannon. I'm excited about the McDonald's diet more than anything. Thank, thank you, Salty. Thanks, Salty, thanks for showing the love. Well, now, Mark, well, I love Jen. Uh, you know that, Mark. Yes, I know that. Y'all are going to get so kicked out of the McDonald's. It's what's going to happen. My question uh, is, look, like, what what are other people reacting to this conversation? Well, I don't. Uh, well, I you'll notice that Mark is talking very quietly, so I think he's trying to like not draw attention. Oh, I've to been himself. in public with Mark. I get it. Yeah, he, he's had to experience this Damn a couple it. times. Yes. Uh huh. Uh, they're, they're they're calling me. Okay, calling all me right. I will I will talk to you later. I will <laughs> <get> you. <laughs> oh, oh, Lord. Th- thanks for uh, thanks for calling, Salty. I appreciate I, it. I love you guys. We love you. I'm so excited about this uh, uh, about this uh, sausage egg McMuffin. I'm starting on Janet. Okay. I love I, I love you. You're only supposed to eat half of it though, Salty, and save the rest for later. Half? What the hell? That, that's the way. That's the way the diet what do you mean, works. Half? Oh Lord. I love you, Salty. Bye. <laughs> oh my god. Salty's trying chaos. to chaos. Absolute chaos. Chaos in a McDonald's, but Salty <laughs> almost got me try to get me fired and then replaced me. In that all whole phone in, all, all in, in one, one phone, phone call. call. All right. So so for the he boy, leave it to Salty to like Who completely knew? throw any type of planning. And a little inside baseball I did know. I just I figured it'd be funnier if I said I'm getting replaced live on it. Um well, you knew it was in the works for sure. Yes. Yeah. So, yes, it 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 does appear absolutely. <laughs> I you're still just have gonna, a job. You're just going to be doing your afternoon thing, uh, for sure. So it looks as though uh, Mark is going to be coming back to the show after a, a, a sabbatical there, and uh, I certainly am excited about that. And we are very excited about revamping. I'll miss uh, you too. The morning, the morning champ. You're going to be around. I'm going to see you. I'm, I'm definitely going to see you. So we we are very excited. Please spread the word. Uh, I, I'm thinking I'm thinking we're looking at around the twentieth uh, of when of when he'll be he'll be back. But we will absolutely keep everybody posted. Um, we are very excited about Mark yeah. Lamb returning to the Morning Jams. So. I will say I had more fu- I had more fun when I first. I was nervous when I first had to do this, but I had more fun than I thought I would. So, so there's that. Yeah, yeah. You've expanded your, like you spread your wings a little bit. That's a good thing. Always a good thing. It's time for Janet's Five and Dine on the Morning Jam.
Give her five minutes and she'll give you some great inspiration for a delicious meal tonight. You can't tell salty anything. Like literally biggest mistake Mark tell him anything. Well, you can't tell you can't tell Mark Lamb anything either. That uh, he cannot keep a secret. It's it's terrible. He just he can't he can't keep his secret. All right, uh, today's five and dime brought to you by F and L Market on Memorial Avenue in Lynchburg. They're cutting and grinding fresh meats every single day and working hard to keep their prices low so you can keep your food bill in check. Well, things are going to be cooling down as we get through the the week, and if you're looking for a great weekday meal that's super easy to put together you've heard of a a mississippi pot roast how about some mississippi chicken it's very similar and it is super delicious and easy to put together you're going to start by spraying a large crock pot with nonstick cooking spray and you can also use a, a crock pot liner and you're going to put in your medium onion that you've diced and then you're going to add in three to four chicken breast Sprinkle the uh, top of that chicken with uh, an au jus gravy mix and a packet of ranch dressing. Then you're going to add in some pepperoncini peppers, uh, about 10 of those, and three-fourths of a cup of juice from those pepperoncini um, peppers. Then you're going to add on top of that a little bit of butter, cover it, cook it on high for 45 hours or on low for six to ten hours you can also do this in your instapot and get it together much more quickly uh, sometimes i'll throw in some carrots and i always serve it over mashed potatoes because that's what my mark always wants uh, with something like this it's called mississippi chicken it's absolutely delicious check out the recipe by going to facebook type in janet's five and dine and you'll find this and all the recipes that we share here on the morning jam Before you fire up the coffee maker, turn on the Morning Jam. We are the Morning Jam. We're putting the band back together. Forget it. No way. We're on a mission from God. I just want to celebrate, yeah, yeah. Another day of living, yeah. I just want to celebrate another day. Well, we weren't planning on announcing it this morning, but Salty had different plans if you're just joining us this morning uh you missed the call salty apparently ran into mark lamb at the mcdonald's because salty's starting the new mcdonald's the mcdonald's the mcdonald's yes that uh we were talking about yesterday the the guy who's decided he's gonna lose 50 pounds eating at mcdonald's every day for 100 days um i hope salty can lose the 50 pounds too i don't know i don't know that he has 50 pounds to lose but Anyway, so he kind of like busted the the news out that uh, Mark Lamb is going to be returning. And I bet you our listeners are loving it. They are loving it. Uh, He is returning to the Morning Jam, and uh, and we're excited about that. And thanks for all the the great text and and thoughts. And, yes, we are returning to 6 a.m. as well. So uh, we are, uh, I'm, I'm excited about it. I've I've missed him very much, and it's a it's a good good thing. So tell your friends, and we thank you for you know hanging in there. They're with us. He needed that time. Mark needed that time. He had a lot going on since we went on the air with the loss of his son and some other things that were going on. So uh, he is in a a place now to where I think he can come back, and it, it's going to be a good thing. 
Well, if you are wanting to adopt a pet in Franklin County, um, there you, you might be out of luck. They have decided they're going to be closing their doors just for a little while um, because they're going to be uh, attending a bond appeal in the case of that man in Franklin County who was accused of shooting and killing his own two dogs to get back at his estranged wife. Uh, They say that they're going to be closing around 1030 to about 1230 and that staff members are going to attend this bond appeal to make sure that that judge knows exactly where they stand. They say they hope the ruling from less than a week ago from Judge A.J. Dudley will stand and that Terry Michael will remain behind bars. Uh, Terry uh, Michael or Mitchell, Mickel, M-I-C-H-E-L, is the name of the man accused of the crime. He's been in jail for a few weeks now. He's already been denied bond once. Uh, In February, they started investigating the report of two stolen dogs. Uh, They were found shot to death on the side of the road after the man had reported them stolen. And then it was discovered he was actually the one who had killed the dogs. He finally confessed that to law enforcement. And apparently he did that to get back at his uh, wife, of which he was estranged from. And, And look, I get it. The guy is an absolute dirtbag and and if he would do this to to these dogs you know what might he do uh, to his wife i just find find it a little disheartening that it seems like people get more upset when it comes to something that is pertaining to dogs than they do with something that pertains to a child or even a, a murder or i <sighs> I don't know. I mean, I get it. I do get it because I love animals as well. I just wish people would get as passionate about, you know, some other things sometimes. Uh, Good news about the Virginia Department of Education. You know, they had a a big old mathematical era uh, uh, that took place. And I guess it was it was something to do with the computer system and the way they plug things in. Um, the issue caused school districts across the state uh, to receive less funding than they expected, which is particularly hard in like small communities and rural communities. Districts in Virginia could have seen $201 million less than originally planned. That's a really big mathematical error. Uh, state lawmakers say they have made it a priority to fix it. And the uh, Department of Education pre- previously said a tool on its website did not accurately calculate how much schools would receive in state funding after the state eliminated a portion of the grocery sales tax at the start of 2023. And um, a representative said, in the pared-down budget that we went ahead and passed at the end of the session, the calculation error for the Department of Education is corrected, so there are no localities in the entire state that will be shorted off of that, and that was one of the things that had to be fixed regardless, so that's taken care of. So here's my question that is not clear to me in this article does that mean they've put that money 
back that they are actually getting that money? And if so, where is that money coming from? Because it's not coming from the grocery tax, obviously. See, this is, I, I feel like we just get like these little bits of information. They don't tell us like the whole story and then you got to go digging for it. So there seems to be a lot of that going on these days, both nationally and, and even, you know, locally. There's a story out of uh, Maryland that we've been following. A Maryland state trooper was shot while conducting a traffic stop on Route 50 Monday night. He has been released from the hospital. He was, uh, he was conducting a traffic stop near Vienna Scale House in uh, Lugmico County shortly before 10. During the traffic stop, the driver of a Toyota Prius identified as 23-year-old Keyford Lee Cooper of Trap, Maryland, fired at the trooper, striking him several times, it said. Officials say the trooper returned fire. None of the occupants in the vehicle were struck right after he fled the scene, traveling eastbound with two other occupants in the Prius. Another trooper on his way home heard the broadcast, responded to the scene, found the injured trooper suffering from multiple gunshot wounds. The uh, trooper was taken to a local hospital. He was released from the hospital and as procedure has been placed on administrative leave. He was shot several times and has already been released from the hospital. Good Lord. That's impressive. Either that or he has terrible insurance. Uh, He is an 18 and a half year veteran of Maryland State Police. After the shooting, they located the suspect vehicle on Route 54 when officers followed the suspect vehicle. The uh, person attempted to turn the vehicle around, hit the curb, crashed into two vehicles, came to arrest hitting a tree. They surrounded it, found the man slumped over the wheel with a self-inflicted gunshot wound. Wow, there are some desperate people out there, folks. Uh, The two unidentified men that were also in the car, they were taken into custody without incident. I'm sure that more is going to come out on this. Probably has to do with drugs. I suspect there's some mental health issues going on with that as well. At the top of the hour, Bill Trevero is going to be coming in with your latest headlines for the Roanoke News Desk covering the Lynchburg region and uh, Southside Roanoke. And we're going to be talking about Acacio Cortez. Apparently, she is back in the news. Uh, has Do you remember the Met Gala where she went went to and and she had the tax the rich dress on? Apparently, she received a lot of perks during that visit and then refused to pay the people who offered her services. I guess she thought they were just supposed to donate those out of the goodness of their heart. And it was only after they threatened to sue her that she finally did cough up the money. It just kills me. She's out there talking about 
taxing the rich and evil rich people, and then she's not even paying her bills. But that sounds about right. CBS News is coming up at the top of the hour. All the information you need to get your Tuesday morning started can be found right here on The Morning Jam on this Virginia Talk Radio Network station. Listening to the Virginia Talk Radio Network, 100.9 WIQO Forest and 106.3 WMNA FM Greta Danville. It's time for your morning jam weather, brought to you by WDBJ7. I'm meteorologist Brent Watts. Mostly sunny and mild today with a high of 66. We'll get those lows down to around the freezing mark tonight with clear skies. 61 the high on Wednesday with sunny conditions. Lows at 31 Wednesday night. Thursday, another mostly sunny day. We'll get up to around 60 degrees with lows at 34. And we'll bring some changes in by Friday, expecting rainy conditions with highs in the low 40s. And currently, we have uh, nice temperatures this morning. 59 degrees in the uh, Bedford area, 61 in Roanoke, 55 in Lynchburg, 60 in Amherst, 56 in uh, Appomattox. Uh, Really pleasant overall. Very big difference than we had yesterday uh, where it was like 39. And then we started the, the morning out at 59 this morning. Strange weather we're having here. Well, we covered the story a little bit yesterday. Um, Four U.S. citizens have been kidnapped after gunmen opened fire on their vehicle. Uh, This, of course, at the uh, they they entered from from Texas on Friday and were traveling in a white minivan. We're trying to get the latest on this story. We have reporter Chris Fox with us uh, in Austin this morning to kind of get us the latest on that. Good morning, Chris. Good morning. It was a white minivan with uh, North Carolina plates. It crossed, it crossed the border in Brownsville into Matamoros, Mexico, and was met with gunfire. Uh, oh, my goodness. Perceived, uh, generally thought to be the, uh, the the Gulf Cartel, which, which is very powerful in the, in the, the Tamaulipas state in the city of Matamoros. The, uh, initially, we were told that they were crossing the border to buy medicine. Uh, we're now hearing that there were... Uh, receipts found in the car that perhaps the female, the one the, of the four, there was one female, three males. Uh, Tay McGee was actually uh, uh, going for a cosmetic surgery. Um, the three males were Jeez. both from North Carolina and South Carolina. But we saw in the video of the of uh, Tay being thrown in the back of the pickup truck, and then one at a time, others being dragged in. So we know at least uh, at least one injury. Uh, still, no idea uh, who they, or where they are. Um, the FBI has a $50,000 reward set for uh, the rest of the culprits and, and uh, the uh, uh, retaining of the, of the four victims. So let me, let me make sure that I'm, I'm understanding here. So initially there were rumors that maybe they were there d- doing things maybe illegally. Maybe they had like a beef with these guys. But now it's not looking... Like that's the case at all, that this was kind of a, a random 
thing. Is that the feeling you're getting? The, the, the theory from the FBI is that this was a case of mistaken identity. That, okay. that, that the, perhaps the, the, the Gulf cartel thought these were Haitian smugglers uh, who are known in the area for both smuggling uh, narcotics and trafficking humans. And, and so uh, the, generally that was the, that's the theory that we're still going with. Wow. And, uh, you know, it, it's definitely a cautionary tale when people want to go into these areas because they want a, a cheap tummy tuck or some cheap Botox or something yeah. like that. Definitely not not work, worth the risk. Do they? Now, this, is also, this is also an area that Friday the U.S. consulate issued an alert about um, saying that, that, that this is a level four do not travel area. And people are just, are they naive or they just don't think it's going to happen to them? You would think guess, they would take you know, that, that, that seriously. Yeah, it does seem to be the case there. There are six states in Mexico that uh, all have that level four, and that's the highest level uh, of uh, warning. Um, one of them obviously being Tamaulipas, where Matamoros is. Uh, so, yeah, it, it's a question of, you know, this is an area that also used to be um, uh, well connected with Brownsville uh, for spring breakers. Uh, uh, it was mm-hmm. a dual nation spring break area, uh-huh. and uh, th- those days are long gone. Right, right. Um, it's also I also read where one the, like the brother that went with her was not for this at all. He was very hesitant about making this trip. Yeah, and it seems to me that 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 uh, uh, it's just a cautionary tale learned from anything uh, about this story so far. It's that, that uh, right. know where you're going, because Mexico is a, 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 a big uh, area for, for spring breakers, uh, obviously, but not, not in these six states. Well, I mean, I, also, I, I, this comes ahead. after, uh, this comes just after, uh, on February 28th, the U.S. State Department asked for uh, the release and extradition of El Chapo's son, uh, Oviedo, uh, Oviedo uh, Guzman, uh, who was arrested back in January. Uh, so uh, very heightened tensions between the United States and Mexico. So have you have you been able to discover how much success they've had in these kidnapping cases? I mean, do you think we're going to be able to get these these four Americans back? Or do you think that they're just going to, you know, get rid of them as collateral I, damage? One of the things I've heard some former FBI saying is that... Uh, uh, one of the things to be leery of is the fact that uh, these are violent people. And as we saw in the video, uh, uh, they were uh, all armed gunmen uh, with uh, with bulletproof vests on. So obviously um, they are prone to violence. So that doesn't bode well. No, it really but, doesn't. But, the, but uh, 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 President uh, uh, Andres Manuel uh, Lopez Obrador and the U.S. Uh, FBI I say they're all working together uh, to to try and bring them back as as quickly as possible. So well, we certainly uh, hope we'll that's, that's going to be the case. But in the meantime, Americans need to be a lot smarter when it comes to um, you know if you if you're going to go into Mexico, you know a lot of people will go into these you know resort areas and and that type thing, uh, which they usually keep contained pretty carefully but you know mexico the the temperature there has changed over the last couple of years there's no doubt about that well especially in in in, in six of the states where, where the uh where the cartels reign absolutely 
Absolutely. Reporter Chris Fox uh, in Austin, Texas, thank you so much for joining us this morning on The Morning Jam. We really appreciate it. Thank you. It really doesn't look like that, uh, that has the potential for, for ending well. Um, it, is, it is not worth a cheap tummy tuck to risk your life. I mean, she has put three other family members at risk because her tummy's not as flat as she wants it to be crazy and if you see something that says hey there's a warning that you're in a dangerous area please pay attention it is just crazy to me that and and look i've had three children i get it i mean i'd i'd be all about a nice little affordable tummy tuck but i'm not gonna risk my life for it just get you some nice spanks there do that well i told you we had a story about uh aoc she is back in the news making excuses for her bad behavior as she has a tendency to do um she you remember went to the met gala and she was wearing the dress that had tax the rich on it she's now under investigation by the house ethics committee now because uh, she apparently did not pay her bills and she received thousands of dollars worth of goods and services, including a $35,000 event ticket, a couture dress, and accessories. She has shifted the blame to one of her aides after she came under fire for not paying for the expenses. And um, uh, the... One person said, this is another example of the pot calling the kettle black. Um, Murray is a New York City business owner who previously ran against Ocasio-Cortez but dropped out during the GOP primary. Uh, AOC just has a memory failure when it comes to the fact that this wasn't a charity event. She is not allowed to receive these tickets. Uh Courtesy of Anne Winter, her and her fiancé attended the Met Gala. She got her hair done. She got a complete wardrobe, uh, head-to-toe, makeup done, and conveniently forgot to pay the bill. Ocasio-Cortez claimed to be unaware of the unpaid expenses, saying she wasn't privy to the invoices. The staff member, who no longer works for her, took responsibility, who probably just happened to buy a new house recently and... I take a look at those. I take a look at those records too. Uh, I think the delay there for me was I didn't have access to her personal credit card at the moment. The staffer said, "Murray says that excuse isn't going to hold up." Uh, first, the staff was tasked to pay. Then the staffer said he never had her credit card, so that's not making sense. Uh, Murray then hit at Ocasio Cortez for her push that ultimately led. Um, to Amazon to pull out of its plan to build a headquarters in New York. She is known throughout the community as job-killing AOC. She was uninformed then. She is uninformed now. So apparently there's a lot, lot going on there. Eventually, the, uh, I think the hairdresser threatened to sue her, and she eventually did pay the hairdresser, I think. But this is typical you know, you you should be so fortunate. You're just blessed to be able to do my makeup and hair. So you should be willing to donate that to the cause because everyone wants to date me.
So there's that. We got a caller? Yes, ma'am. All right. Good morning. You're on the morning jam. Hi, who's this? This is Jill. Good morning. Hi, you Jill. Know, it's what I said. The most smartest people, they're the smartest people in the room. They're young. They're vibrant. They've got potential for being part of things. And they all say, oh, I didn't know. They become the dumbest stumps on the planet. Uh-huh. And it's from AOC to Hillary. And people go, oh, well, they didn't know. Right. Here's what she knows. And here's what the left knows. They're not going to get in trouble. They won't pay a price because they are the elite. It is not about being fair. It's not about hypocrisy. It's about hierarchy. They are better than us. Mm-hmm. And as long as she's got this show, and let's face it, if anybody doesn't know between um, uh, the uh, fellow who is in um, Pennsylvania, you know, the fellow who had a stroke and they voted him anyway. Fetterman. Or Pennsylvania. Votes for, that, that, and, and people actually voted for a dead guy in Pennsylvania. Everybody knows that these people... Uh-uh. That are simply plug and play. It's like a USB port. They will just stand up and do whatever they've been told to do. So we can't be surprised when they, people are saying, I can't believe the FAA. The guy doesn't know what he's doing. Nobody knows what they're doing because they're just plants. Everybody else is working the system as they always have done. They don't want anybody thinking. They want people to do as they're told. And that's exactly what they're doing. But it always strikes me as it's always someone else's fault. Right. And yet they stand up and are, 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 are um, statues of virtue. And you kind of go, really? <laughs> they live in such a bubble. Yeah. So it's time for, like, everybody to wake up. Do you want to Oh, Democratic, because the people who are running the show are not the people standing up. That's for sure. That you're, you're spot They'll not on. have to pay for it. Right. The smartest, the dumbest people in the world. Hairdresser who did whatever it is, the people who bought the tickets, things like that, please, please learn. Common sense is not so common anymore. They will screw you over any chance they get. And I'm not talking, there are a lot of good Democratic people who believe like I did that there was one, I love the description, uniparty, because it's not just the Democrats, but the Republicans can't get away with as much. You know, mm-hmm. and they know that if they cross the line and do what they're not supposed to, they're going to pay an ultimate price. The left does not worry from that at all. And no, see the that ends from the justify post-up. the means. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. And uh-huh. they get rewarded. Yeah. So, yeah. take care, guys. All right. Thanks, Jill. I love Jill. Speaking of uh, the dumbest person in the room, hey. who likes to think they're the smartest person in the room. Why are you talking about me like that? a Kamala Harris story coming up. Oh. I, <laughs> I would not put, put you in the same category as Kamala. That's close. Um, she... Uh, you know, she's been pretty hidden away. She hasn't opened her mouth a whole lot. She was a clue on Jeopardy last night. Lately? Well. It was Melinda Gates celebrating Women's History Month, but she was a clue on Jeopardy last night. Yeah, well, that's probably the most useful she's been over the last couple of years. Um, she is getting roasted pretty hard for an interview that she did that, I mean, it, I can't even explain it. We'll let you listen to her tell this Another childhood story. And uh, we'll, we'll talk about that when we come back. Right now, we're going to go to break. Thanks for joining us this morning on The Morning Jam. Start your mornings on the right foot and listen to The Morning Jam. Morning Jam. 866-916-3776 is our number this morning. On the morning. I'm sorry, I'm eating my breakfast. I thought I had a song coming in. 
Um, yeah, I couldn't get mm-hmm. to the song I wanted to get to in time, so I panicked. Okay. I wanted to get to Let Me Tell You About My Best Friend, but I couldn't, I couldn't, it wouldn't pull up on my my Spotify. Speaking of best friends. That. Uh-huh. Um, if you're just joining us this morning, Salty called us this morning earlier to uh, let the cat out of the bag, so to speak. He's, that, yeah, well, that's the way to put it. Well, he can't keep a secret. The man cannot keep Wait, a secret. He let the cat out of the McDonald's bag. True. He's going on the McDonald's diet, ran into Mark Lamb there, and uh, Mark made the mistake of, of sharing some confidential information with Salty, and then Salty had to blurt it out all over the place. Um, but we are excited to uh, to let you know that uh, Mark Lamb will be returning to the program later on this month, and we'll keep you fully uh, informed about that. But uh, thank you for all the, the text and uh, the calls this morning. I know you're excited about Mark coming back. I certainly am excited about it. And, and uh, I know Trey, Trey is excited because he doesn't have to get up so early. I was so. going to say, and good news, everyone, you don't have to listen to me anymore. <laughs> I did not say that. I didn't. I know you didn't. I, I just won't have to suffer your puns anymore, so I'll be oh, happy about oh, that. Yes, you will. Well, not on the air anyway. Mm. Um, so no, I just speaking, texted a remark to say. Speaking of suffering, they've met uh, Kamala Harris near a microphone again. Uh, and we haven't heard a whole lot from her. They've been keeping her pretty, pretty hidden for the most part, uh, because she's just, uh, I mean, seriously, she says things that are even dumber than Biden and, and she has all her faculties about her. I mean, such as they are, she, uh, has been widely criticized for her public speaking and cackling in, uh, in public, her repetitive word salads and uh, the like. Her participation in a moderated conversation on climate policy at the Arvada Center for the Arts and Humanities in Colorado gave us the latest example of just how out of touch she is. She just couldn't resist somehow taking the conversation on climate policies into a dig on conservatives. Here's a little bit from that interview. In fact, I'm going to share with you a very simple story, which is that I went home one day and I said, well, what's, why are conservatives bad, Mommy? Because I thought we were supposed to conserve things. <laughs> I couldn't reconcile it. Now I can. <laughs> can you? Um, Lord. Just the the level of dumb in her little story there. It reminds me of her freedom, freedom, mommy, freedom. And you know she is pulling this stuff squarely out of her rear end when she's when she's talking about it. Absolutely ridiculous. Some of the comments on Twitter were pretty ruthless. Kamala Harris, I went home one day and I said, why are we conservatives bad? Because I thought we were supposed to conserve. I couldn't reconcile it. Now I can. Somebody needs to keep her far, far away from the microphones and the cameras, said one person. Please make it stop. (laughs) Many Twitter users suggested the story was a complete fabrication. You can tell it's a complete fabrication. If you are a mother and you've had any children and you have any discernment at all, you know that was completely made up. 
the Dana Show host, uh, wrote, this never happened. Uh, writer Virginia Cruda tweeted, I can't tell if she laughs because she believes the content is funny or because she knows there are a few suckers dumb enough to think that actually happened. Um, <laughs> Steve Gutz tweeted, I'll take things that never happened for $1,000 special advisor for communications for Senator Ted Cruz tweeted. Another person said she's been around the President of the United States too long. The only thing missing is not a joke at the end. That's true. That's what he usually says. I'm not I'm not kidding. Not a joke. Another uh, columnist wrote, I bet Kamala and Joe sit around the fire and compare these whoppers. Another person said Kamala asked her mother, why are conservatives bad? I thought we were supposed to conserve. Then Kamala's mom introduced her to Corn Pop, Kamala's new stepfather. Corn Pop was a bad dude. <laughs> wow. They are like skewering her big time. And then somebody else said, I preferred the freedom story also made up and a, a bunch of bullcrap. It's just, I cannot... There are days that I read these stories and I'm like, this cannot be our life in America right now. How is this, how is it possible that that is our vice president? And then I realize who our president is and then I get it. So, you know, it's all good. Uh, Florida doctor is issuing a viral barbecue grill brush warning after a child's visit to her emergency room. The uh, pediatric emergency medicines TikTok video has garnered more than 35 million views in 72 hours. And uh, she shared one of the most interesting cases she's seen in her career while warning people about the one way a simple ba backyard barbecue be could become life threatening. Uh, she said it was a, a very unusual case, and they explained how a four year old boy who had been eating food at a barbecue, was brought to the emergency room because he was complaining of ear pain. The child was sent home. His parents were advised to give him ibuprofen. Um, they performed a full exam, and there was nothing. We didn't see anything. Everything looked fine. Then they did a CAT scan, and um, several days later, when, when the, he came back to the ER, he now has fevers, not wanting to eat or drink. They had no idea what was going on with him, still complaining of ear pain. In the throat exam, the child had swelling of the tonsil area, tenderness around the neck. And the body ended up having a two-centimeter metal wire lodged in his throat tissue and had developed an abscess. He had been eating a hamburger and the grill brush had become lodged a bristle from the grill brush had become lodged in the hamburger and it got lodged in the soft tissue he ended up going to the operating room had to have surgery done really got to pay attention when you're cleaning that barbecue for sure um, we'll be back with your phone calls and we'll have your uh, local headlines, regional headlines coming up here on The Morning Jam. It's time for your Morning Jam weather brought to you by WDBJ7. 
I'm meteorologist Brent Watts. Mostly sunny and mild today with a high of 66. We'll get those lows down to around the freezing mark tonight with clear skies. 61 the high on Wednesday with sunny conditions. Lows at 31 Wednesday night. Thursday, another mostly sunny day. We'll get up to around 60 degrees with lows at 34. And we'll bring some changes in by Friday, expecting rainy conditions with highs in the low 40s. And currently, we've got uh, nice temperatures throughout most of the listing area. 56 degrees in Bedford, 57 in Lynchburg, 61 in Roanoke, 60 in Danville, uh, 58 in Appomattox, 61 in Amherst. So uh, just very, very warm in the uh, the area this morning. I've got a caller that's been hanging on the line for uh, a little while now. Good morning. You're on the morning jam. Hi. Hey Janet, this is Lester. Uh, Hi, I have been booted from <laughs> I have been booted from cooking in Danville, Pennsylvania County. Again, <laughs> you rebel. Well, I don't know, but I might. I might have. To, I might have to list some help from my friends. I need a little help from my friends <laughs> to get reinstated if I can. I don't know how I'm gonna do it, but I didn't know there was so much controversy in cooking. Well, the, the lady that, uh, that that I started that group uh, four years ago with, the Janet uh, Rakes, Janice Rakes. Uh-huh. And uh, we had a little controversy over some of the posts. I told you about that. But yeah. anyway, I, that's not what I called that. That's okay. not what I called All that. Right. But <laughs> anyway, I was, I, I was filming a blue heron landed down by the lake yesterday, and I was filming him, and uh, I got to looking at him, and I said, is that a male or a female? I couldn't tell. And, and I, I, he had a plume coming out the back of his head, uh-huh. like you know. And I said, I think I'm gonna give him. I think I'm gonna give that uh, 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 thing a, a, a name, because uh-huh. I name my my, my birds know, and my, yeah. uh, animals. And after people honker, he never was a goose and never shut up and couldn't fly. <laughs> but he finally he finally raised a family and flew away. But anyway. I said, well, I think I'm going to name him Mark after oh, our long lost Mark. Uh, don't, we don't, we're not on the show anymore. I said, no, I'm going to name him Trey. I named you Trey. Oh, so you named him Trey. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. You've got a namesake I'm, now, I'm Trey. Trey and, <laughs> that's never happened before. Thank uh, you, Lester. Oh, that's, that's great. That's great. I had a friend who yeah, named a chicken, right. Janet, um, who I yeah. who named a chicken after me, but she was very naughty and would get in into trouble with uh, with the neighbors. So I didn't think that was very nice. But anyway, <laughs> yeah, I couldn't tell. I couldn't tell whether it was a male or female because I didn't know. But it had a plume coming out the back of his head. But I I googled it and, and both the male and the female had that plume coming huh. out the back of the head. Well, so typically anyway, in nature, the uh, men are more uh, beautiful. So I don't know. Interesting. Hey, yeah. Thanks for calling yeah. this morning, Thank Lester. You, yeah. I appreciate that. Okay. Thanks. You've had a heron. We love you too. Uh, you have a heron named after you. How about that? Nice. That's. Of course, it, it's, is it a third? I guess. I guess it technically is a third then. Well, I don't know. They don't even know if it's a boy or a girl. So. Fair. <laughs> it's a they them. <laughs> I don't know that I'd be too too excited about yeah. that. But anyway, it's nice that you've got a. A bird named after you. Apparently, it's a sweet bird, unlike my bird that's, that was just naughty. That's my, uh, going back to my normal job present. <laughs> it's, it's being named, uh, having a heron named after you. I like it. I do. Uh, 866-916-3776. Thanks for the, uh, the text and the calls this morning. And 
A lot of people are very excited about Mark Lamb returning to the show later on this month. So uh, that's uh, and, and I'm excited as well. We're also going to be uh, expanding back to six o'clock. So that's a that's a good thing. Uh, Trudy says, I wonder if that's the same heron that ate all the fish out of our pond. Now, that sounds more accurate for a namesake although you showed great restraint i brought um trey sausage balls in yesterday and you did not eat them all in one day i am I learned so... from the last time you brought me in sausage balls yeah yeah maybe them that morning yeah well you ate them all and you had just had gallbladder surgery so there was that yeah going on a little bit too so it's not that you that you once i knew it was lean i was good well, there you go. Those are made from venison, but yeah. Oh, my goodness. So proud of you. Hey, Attorney General Jason Mieris is continuing to take a stand against uh, TikTok. He yesterday joined 45 states and the District of Columbia in asking the uh, a state court to order TikTok to fully comply with an ongoing investigation into whether the company violated consumer protection laws as part of the multi-state investigation the state attorney general seeks to review internal tiktok communications to determine whether the company engaged in deceptive unfair and unconscionable conduct that harmed the mental health of tiktok users particularly children and teens Despite the request for the communications falling squarely within the investigative authority of the state attorney generals, Mieri said Monday that TikTok repeatedly and knowingly failed to preserve relevant information and to provide internal communications in a useful format. For example, they describe how TikTok employees use an instant messaging service called Lark as their primary mechanism to communicate internally, but that the company has flouted their duty to preserve communication and provide them a usable format. They have instead continued to allow employees to send auto-deleting messages over the LARC platform after the start of the investigation. So, I, yeah, seems like everybody's getting together on this one. In February, the CDC released findings demonstrating a startling increase in challenges to youth mental health, youth experiences of violence and suicidal thoughts and behaviors, especially teenage girls. This included a finding that nearly one-third of teen girls seriously considered suicide in 21. That's a 60% increase from a decade prior. The attorney general involved in the multi-state investigation said they have a duty to protect their citizens from illegal business practices. TikTok's failure to preserve and share relevant internal communications hampers the investigation. And I, I'm starting to wonder if they're just going to completely ban TikTok in general, which some people were wanting to do all along. So uh, it's, uh, it's very, very possible. Very possible. So we were talking not that long ago about uh, Cher has a new boyfriend, uh, a very young boyfriend. Her, um, her new boy toy, 
Alexander Edwards has friends and family in fear that she is draining her fortune for her man. According to sources, Cher, 76, has been shelling out big bucks supporting her romance and his lavish lifestyle. So he's, he's, uh, she is his sugar mama, I guess. Insiders are saying she is throwing her money away. They revealed the singer has always been careful with her estimated $360 million bank account, but has thrown caution to the wind since she started dating the 37-year-old music executive last fall and uh, has been apparently spending a lot of money on him. Of course, there's quite a bit of age difference there. Apparently, he's pulling all the strings. It's about what he wants. She's been sucked into his youthful lifestyle of parties, late nights, and drinking, and has pretty much been uh, neglecting her friends, mainly because they're pretty horrified over her behavior. Um, Cher, who once sported a favorite t-shirt saying, Eat the Rich is uh, getting had, said one influencer. Edwards fashions himself as a music industry bigwig as the, quote, vice president of artist and repertoire at Def Jam Recordings with a reported half a million dollar a year salary. So why does he need her money? His actual net worth is estimated at a mere two million, <laughs> said one source. Oh, well, man, why even bother getting out of bed? Uh, share splurging on gifts for her man. She likes him dressing up in the best clothes, pays for dinner, limos, but the expenses add up and it is burning a hole in her account. She's still a wealthy woman, still has hundreds of millions, but even rich celebs can go broke if they don't manage her money well. She used to be a penny pincher, they say. Now, she, uh, not so much. Not so much. Would you be a penny pincher if you had that much money? Because I wouldn't. Oh, I I would be. Um, I mean, I'd be. I would be very conservative with it. I would probably be very um, benevolent with I think, it. I think I would basically be like I'd make a, like my ultimate like dream house, and then like outside of that, look, some people cannot handle a lot it, of money, and they then like can't. one nice car, and then that'd be it. I've gotten a lot better with money. Like, yeah, I was really bad in college. Well, I mean, and I was like my first time really independent with money, right? And I would just overspend and, and overspend, that's, overspend. That's not in, unusual. Getting into some credit card debt is not unusual. I've gotten plenty of lectures from my mother. I'm sure you have. I'm lucky, knock on wood, that I'm not like the only quote unquote debt I'm in is because I pay a mortgage now. Yeah, well, that but that can be seen as more of a, an investment if you bought properly. But this is basically a 37 year old man taking advantage of a 76 year old woman so i i don't know it's very sad and apparently her friends are not impressed and uh they would like for her to to go back to her old ways and not spend all of her money on this guy yeah we'll be back on the morning jam on the virginia talk radio network
Morning Jam. Start your mornings on the right foot and listen to the Morning Jam. Is that your message? Is that your message to Mark Lamb? Yeah. <laughs> Say it ain't so. I'm not going to go. <laughs> if you're just joining us this morning, uh, Salty Henderson <laughs> called in and spilled the beans after he ran into uh, Mark Lamb. He had at a the rendezvous McDonald's. at McDonald's. Uh, yeah, apparently. It was an accidental one, but still, because he's starting his McDonald's diet that we talked about yesterday. Um, and he kind of uh, spilled the beans that Mark Lamb will be returning to the show. Uh, after a sabbatical there we're excited about him coming back looks like uh about the 20th is uh, the time frame that we're looking for and uh, we'll be getting that extra hour back as well so we're excited it's a it's a good thing although why did we plan that right around daylight savings time i don't know but that's how that goes that's not my fault well i'll be there that day i'll be in the morning that day Mm -hmm. well two candidates have emerged in the uh, upcoming campbell county sheriff's election um so we've got uh whit clark who's running to keep his seat he is the current sheriff of the county seeking re-election in the uh, upcoming general election and um so we've got uh clark and then we have uh, an opponent who is coming in, a retired deputy named Terry Cook, who served for 33 years in the community and has worked with area youth since his 2022 retirement. And uh, Cook said that he believes he's the most qualified person for the position, that he has the work experience that started right in Campbell County, and um, he's very interested in the county's youth and taking proactive action he thinks that's going to make him a good uh, candidate for sheriff so looks like uh, Campbell County going to have a a couple of options there with the upcoming sheriff election so growing up this was always a favorite as Easter started uh, coming in to play Everyone wants to be the Cadbury Bunny. Yeah. Because only he brings delicious Cadbury cream eggs. Mm-hmm. While others may keep trying. No bunny knows Easter better than Cadbury. Now, I always love the commercial. I never liked the actual candy. Because I went to school with a girl named Janet Ripley. And she would eat those things at lunchtime. And they were disgusting. Because it looked like... It just reminded me of a raw egg. I just I just couldn't do it. But I do love the Cadbury competitions. Now, uh, Cadbury has started the search for their new seasonal bunny mascot. And one North Carolina family is hoping that they have a contender. For the past few years, the company has held tryouts for animals that represent many different facets of human and animal life. Uh, yesterday, or last year's spokes bunny was a therapy dog from Ohio who will wear this year's ears. There is a Maltese named Howie. He is a show dog flown into North Carolina all the way from China. who's going for the top spot. But there's more to his story. Uh, Bridget Bryant and her husband, Scott, 
added Hallie to their family more than a year ago. But before he came to live with them forever, he had a, an unfortunate stop in his, his journey. He was sold to a puppy meal um, and they pulled his teeth out and they cut his vocal cords so he would be easier to mate with. And it's just awful. Um, they say they're very proud of his progress and they have entered him into the Cadbury contest because this year's theme is rescue animals. Um, like any rescue pet can be, I mean, technically my dogs are rescues, Buddy and, and Rogan are, but they certainly don't have a story like that. That's like the, that's a very sad story. He's beautiful though. He, he really is pretty. Um, and who knows, maybe Howie will, maybe he'll be a legitimate contender and maybe he'll win. That would be great. I would love for him to win. Uh, there is Ohio, an Ohio gas station that is having problems with loitering. Now you've seen, you know, a lot of places get in trouble with dealing with, with loiterers. Um, you know, we had that story where the guy was, was using a water hose and hosing people down. They were on the, the, uh, the sidewalks. Well, if you pump gas at one of, uh, the speedway stations in Columbus, Ohio, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, you're going to hear loud classical music, sometimes opera. A person who lives at the cozy inn across the street from the gas station, when you pull up there, you get out, the music just hits you, bam, and it's really loud. Roxy Dean lives down the street from the Speedway. It is really loud. I have to tell, I can't even talk in the parking lot. I can't hear anything. Heather said she could hear the music even when her door is closed and it's causing sleepless nights. Her balcony overlooks the speedway. I wake up in the middle of the night and I hear a woman screaming. (laughs) Heather says she asked the employees, why are they playing the music so loud? Especially like the opera music. They say it was to deter homeless people from loitering she says it's not effective and honestly it's kind of cruel i never thought of opera music as being cruel but maybe if you play it too loudly it would be um i mean i i can only listen for certain periods of time for sure from a business standpoint i guess i can understand it but as somebody who's been homeless before we've been through tough tough situations i think it's mean A local TV station asked the manager about the music. She said it's in part to prevent loitering, but would not say whether it relates to the people who are homeless in the area. Heather, the person being interviewed, said it's inhumane, if you ask me. Inhumane? That's that's extreme. I mean, I don't know that it's... Although, if I were a neighbor and they were blaring any kind of music, I don't care what kind it was, I wouldn't be happy with it. Yeah, you definitely are in the right place living like... We're well, realistically not near anyone. But let me, and do, I'm not saying that it's like a negative thing. No, no, no. I no, I I love being out out in the country. But I will say this: my friend Lori, who has a giant horse barn, and the way the wind carries through there, I can I can literally tell exactly what she's playing in her barn. And like one <laughs> one day, I was out on the porch, and I could hear Henry the Eighth. I am, I am playing, and so I'm texting her going. 
I was married to the widow next door. She was there. She's like, oh my gosh, can you hear that? I'm like, yup. You could. So, I mean, music carries anyway, even, even in as far away as I am mm-hmm. from people, but it's so faint. It doesn't, I mean, it, it doesn't bother me, certainly. Um, but they're, they're saying it's inhumane. Stop trying to run homeless people away with this kind of music. The manager at the Cozy Inn across the street also said the music's impacting his business. He hears complaints weekly from people staying overnight, and he's even had to refund guests in the past. So I wonder if there's a kind of music that that they wouldn't be. I guess if they played good music, then that would just bring more people in. So they don't want that. That just made me think of like the you know like the science fair projects where it's like if you play classical music to a plant, does it grow differently than you play with rock music? That's I, what it made me think. of. I will say this: in in when I was doing events and we were planning music festivals, there were two types of music that people would actually leave with. That was hard rock music. Well, actually, three kinds. There was hard rock music. Uh, rap music and bluegrass music. That they, they were, it was. They were I'd stay just, for all three. Those were just more divisive. There were people who would be like, "Okay, that line in the sense. sand. I can't do it. I just can't do it." Guys, have a terrific day. We'll see you tomorrow. Thanks for listening to the Morning Jam. Have a great day. You're listening to the Virginia Talk Radio Network, 100.9 WIQO Forest and 106.3 WMNA-FM Greta Danville.